Welcome to the second episode in FedScoop's podcast series on federal IT security brought to you today by Forcepoint. I'm your host, Billy Mitchell. In our last episode, we discussed the rollout of Phase 3 of the Department of Homeland Security's cross-governmental CDM Defense Program, aimed at helping agencies more quickly assess and respond to their IT security risks. Today, we're focusing on how agencies can take fuller advantage of the CDM program to support their broader federal cybersecurity and IT modernization efforts. Joining us today to talk about this is Larry Hale, Director of IT Security Subcategory Office of IT Category Management at GSA, and that's the federal office leading acquisition and procurement strategies to help agencies navigate the IT modernization initiative. Larry, welcome to today's program. Thank you, Billy. I'm glad to be here. Great. And also joining us is Eric Trexler, Vice President of Global Governments and Critical Infrastructure at Forcepoint, a leading enterprise and government cybersecurity software and service provider. Eric, thanks for joining us as well. Hey, thanks, Billy. It's great to have you both here. Um, Larry, with your work through GSA, when you hear about CDM, we normally think DHS. But what role does GSA play when it comes to CDM? And can you explain a little bit about the CDM tools special item number and whether it's open to all agencies? Thanks, Billy. So a few years ago when DHS started the um, CDM program, they had the vision to partner with GSA, both with FedSim to uh, establish the program and um, to uh, use GSA's IT Schedule 70, which provides the uh, access to the tools and services both for the federal customers and also for state and local government. So Phase 1 and 2 was essentially the CDM BPA, the Blanket Purchase Agreement, which is now coming to an end and being replaced by the CDM Defend Task Orders, which um, I understand that your previous podcast covered. So I want to get too much into the details of Defend, which is Dynamic and Evolving Federal Enterprise Network Defense, but it continues to support the existing CDM solutions. It fills some capability gaps from the previous phases, and it provides for the continued sustainment and operation of the CDM dashboard and supports dashboard integration. So in collaboration with DHS, we at GSA created the Continuous Diagnostics and Mitigation Tools Special Item Number, 132-44 on the Schedule 70, and it's known as the CDM Tools SIN. So SIN is the acronym for Special Item Number. And it replaces the tools portion of the expiring CDM CMOS BPA, Continuous Monitoring as a Service. So this special item number is simply a grouping of products or services on IT Schedule 70, which makes it easier for agencies to find what they need. Great. Great answer. And Eric, from your perspectives as a leading cybersecurity software and services provider, what do you see as the most important opportunities around these contracts and the CDM Defend program more broadly? So I, I see the CDM program, especially as we enter the, the defense phase, as probably the most critical and most important cybersecurity program for the civilian government and also state and local governments across the United States in our time. It brings a tremendous amount of capability around automation, visibility into the business. And, you know, since we're talking to Larry here, really the acquisition process. Larry, you mentioned as we were, as we were discussing this, that phase three actually opens up a lot of capability for state and local government to acquire off the, off the uh, GSA Schedule 70 and take advantage of some of the tools that are provided as part of this program, which is huge, huge from my perspective. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, um, I, that's, I think, one of the greatest 
features of the program using Schedule 70 for the tools is the fact that state and local governments, municipalities, uh, elections, offices can use the same tools that the federal agencies are using under the CDM program to protect their infrastructures. So we're really talking about, Billy, you know, improved visibility, improved capabilities on the network, not just for federal agencies, but also for state and local. And Larry, you mentioned from a procurement perspective, your part of the organization is really focused on bringing the proper tools that your constituents, the agencies, state, local, or federal, are looking for to take advantage through the CDN program. Is that accurate? That is completely accurate, yes. And that's a pretty big difference from phases one and two. You know, as, I, as I travel around to different customers, what they're starting to see is phase three allows them to pick those tools. So real quick, how would they interact with your organization in order to take advantage of the new capabilities and defend? So Eric, the first step on that is to um, obviously work with their procurement shops within their agencies, but the CDM Tools Special Item Number or CDM Tools SIN is singled out. It's a grouping that makes it easier for customers to find the approved tools that have been uh, placed on DHS's approved products list. And they would go to GSA Advantage and use the um, search capabilities on GSA Advantage to search for the CDM tools SIN. Or they can come to my webpage, which is www.gsa.gov slash cybersecurity, and we have a CDM tools ordering guide, which makes it easier for customers, state and local and federal, to walk through the process of ordering. If they need additional help, they can contact my office, and in the ordering guide we've got uh, contact information, and we would be happy to help any agency that needs assistance in acquiring these capabilities. Larry, let's get more specific. If an agency needs tools outside of the CDM program, how can they ensure that they get the best pricing when ordering on the CDM tools SIN? And what type of support does GSA provide agencies who are purchasing their CDM tools directly? So the biggest benefit to our uh, agency customers is, is ease of buying. We're making changes to the way we showcase CDM tools SIN on GSA Advantage and on the CDM program website to give greater visibility for our customers to the CDM tools SIN. So we consolidate and categorize CDM product offerings into product families for ease of discovery and access. Those families coinciding with the CDM phases of what's on the network, who's on the network, how is the network protected, what's happening on the network, and the fifth being emerging, emerging tools and technologies. As I mentioned previously, before a vendor can get on the CDM tools SIN, they first have to get onto the um, approved products list from DHS. So they have to pass the approval process of getting on the APL. And then once they're on the APL, they can get on Schedule 70. Now, one of the benefits of getting on Schedule 70 is that the vendors have to offer their most favored customer pricing to the government. So they have to document their pricing, and that becomes the Schedule 70 price. Now, one of the things customers need to understand is that that's the starting price for the negotiation. When a customer places an order or places a request for a quote on Advantage with Schedule 70, they should negotiate down from that price. They should take that extra step to negotiate and try to get the best price possible 
on the tools. And that's great, Larry. And you mentioned a little bit from the vendor's point of view, but let's go a little bit further in detail. Um, if a vendor has products that aren't yet listed on Schedule 70, or even if they are on Schedule 70, what uh, is that process like being able to sell off of the CDM tool SIN? It's similar to um, any government IT uh, transaction. The SIN is just a grouping of products on the larger IT Schedule 70. So Schedule 70 is the largest IT contract in the federal government. And so on the approved products list, there's 170,000 software and hardware products approved by DHS. And within those product families, we've got 80,000 individual SKUs for uh, SKUs being uh, the codes for what's on the network, 40,000 for who's on the network, 82,000 for how is the network protected, 86,000 for managing what's happening on the network, and uh, over 12,000 in the Emerging Tools and Technologies product. So we have an ordering guide that helps customers navigate the process, and we have a dedicated team of contracting officers to help the vendors get their Schedule 70 contract in place. We have a fast lane process that if a vendor is on the approved products list, but they don't yet have a Schedule 70 contract, we can get them on Schedule 70 within 45 days if they follow the fast lane process. Larry, what I'm hearing you say is phases one and two are a little more challenging. If you were an agency and you wanted to deploy a specific technology, with phase three defend, the CDM program office has really opened it up, and you can almost order any products out there that meet your needs under the constructs of the program as long as they fit under those constructs, correct? Yes, as long as they've first met the standards of the CDM program office and got, uh, been added to the approved products list, yes. Correct, but, but it's, it's, I mean, that's a huge list. It, we, you, GSA has made it a lot easier to procure the technologies through the program than it had been in the past. Yes, uh, that is definitely fair to say. Great. Well, Eric, back to you. There are clearly a lot of options here, as you just said. So what advice would you offer agencies in getting the most for their CDM Defend and GSA's contract awards? I, I think the one word that comes to mind is communication. And I've heard this from everybody I've spoken with that's involved from the program, from the vendor perspective, from the agency perspective, from the program management office perspective. We all need to work together as a team. We, we need to communicate. As the RFSs are going in, everybody should be on the same sheet of music. The program management office, DHS, GSA, you know, as, as we've just mentioned a bit, have made it a lot easier for agencies to get what they need to meet the requirements of the program office. To me, it's all about communication, though, Billy. It, it's, it's really, are we all talking to one another? Are we all telling the same story? Are we all in agreement that this is the right thing to do? And the flexibility is there now with the new program. Great. And then, Larry, back over to you. Finally, what additional advice would you offer? You know, don't give up. If you're having a hard time, if you need help, contact us. We have, as I said, we have the ordering guide posted on our website. We are happy to talk to agency customers that need additional assistance. And we're also happy to talk to uh, companies who have gotten on the approved products list and are not yet on Schedule 70 on the SIN, um, we're happy to help them navigate that process as well. I, I'd agree with that. I've, I've seen over and over again the program management office is more than willing to engage and help agencies. They have a lot of questions. All they have to do is reach out. There are people there. There are systems there. There's capability for uh, 
assisting them in, in what they're trying to accomplish. Great. Uh, well, I'm afraid that's all the time we have today, but Larry Hale at GSA and Eric Trexler at Forcepoint, thanks for joining us to talk about CDM Defend and steps agencies can take to improve their IT security posture. And thanks again to Forcepoint for underwriting today's episode. Look out for our next podcast on CDM and federal IT security, where we delve into the process for agencies to work with CDM contractors like Booz Allen Hamilton and partner firms like Forcepoint to implement CDM and improve their security posture. And look for more of our coverage on CDM and federal IT security on fedscoop.com. This is Billy Mitchell. Thanks for tuning in.